Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 1409 today. Breaking news about the Star Wars live action series that will be coming to Disney's new streaming service in 2019. Punch it, Chewie. Hey, this is Matt Moore from Comics with Kenobi, and you're listening to Star Wars 7 by 7 the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So, at the solo A Star Wars Story world premiere that happened in Los Angeles on Thursday evening, May 10th, John Favreau was kicking around there, and he had reason to be there, not just because he's developing a Star Wars live-action series. He's also the voice of Rio Durant, who is an alien that's part of the crew that is getting assembled to pull off God knows what kind of heists in Solo A Star Wars Story. And John was getting interviewed by Nerdist, and... Part of what they asked him had to do with the live action series he's developing for Lucasfilm and for the Disney streaming service that will be debuting sometime in 2019. The streaming service will. We're operating under the presumption that the actual live action series may debut in 2019 as well, but you know, it's early days yet, so we'll get to that. Anyway, the point of this whole situation is that John was asked to give details about it, and he said that it is going to feature all new characters and that it is going to be set seven years after the Battle of Endor, seven years after Return of the Jedi. Now, in case you're wondering, this is basically no man's land in terms of anything that has been told to us about the time in between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. In fact, the only thing that we know for sure about that date, which would be 11 years after the Battle of Yavin or 11 ABY, if you will, and just for the record, Return of the Jedi, Battle of Endor is 4 ABY, Force Awakens is 34 ABY. So one thing that we know pretty much for sure, it hasn't been officially confirmed, but you know, we've done the math. So the only thing that we know for sure about as far as 11 ABY goes is that that's the year that Finn was born and not necessarily the year that he was taken away by the First Order. We don't know how young he was when he got snatched, but that was certainly the year that he was born. And 11 ABY would also put this movie approximately four years, and movie, excuse me, <laughs> live action TV streaming series. This would be taking place at the start of the series at least, four years approximately before the birth of Rey. So that gives you a little bit of context. And then the only other signpost that we have in between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens, or at least one of the best ones, is Bloodline, the novel by Claudia Gray, which takes place six years before The Force Awakens. So that would put it in 28 ABY. And so that means that this live action series is happening 17 years before the events of Bloodline. What does this actually mean for anything? Well, it's really hard to say. I mean, you would have to imagine that the New Republic would be in something resembling a heyday, right? They would have had a lot of the kinks worked out from the early days that we saw depicted in Aftermath, the uh, series of novels by Chuck Wendig. And that took place all the way from 4 to 5 ABY, the first year after the Battle of Endor. And the Galactic Concordance was signed. That was the cessation of hostilities between the New Republic and the Empire. And the Empire was basically walled off in this little subsection of the galaxy and um, was not allowed to militarize, not allowed to do anything that would make it a threat to the rest of the galaxy. So 
there has to be some sort of dramatic conflict that happens as a part of this series. I mean, otherwise, why bother making a series? So you would think that with the New Republic very much ascendant in this time period, that's what you would expect to see. Then, you know, are we going to end up seeing other remnants of the Galactic Empire or people that had been allied with the Galactic Empire and rejected the New Republic? Like, are these going to be the places that end up causing conflicts? Or is it going to be more of like a, uh, you know, a, a crime situation? Are we going to see Black Sun and the Huts and the Crimora and all these other gangs and criminal syndicates that are operating and are starting to try to flourish under New Republic rule? It's hard to say. Obviously, we've still got a long time to wait. One other thing that we do know positively, though, is that John Favreau said that they're going to make use of the motion capture technology that he's been using in the live action adaptations of The Jungle Book and The Lion King. The Lion King, of course, is the one he's working on right now, and he won't be able to start his Star Wars work until he finishes that. I mean, I'm sure he's doing a little something here and there, right? you know, just turn the brain on and you can't turn it off. So I'm sure it's not at a, you know, complete frozen anything happening i'm sure some wheels are turning but for the most part he's finishing work on his lion king adaptation and so that's taking up the bulk of his attention and just to give you one other additional bit of perspective so the resistance as you may recall was formed at the end of bloodline and so that means it was only in place for about six years before the force awakens so there will be no resistance in the live action series and there ought not to be a First Order because the First Order was barely a thing. It was being funded and was just sort of having, you know, about to have its coming out party almost in Bloodline. I mean, that's sort of what the, the point of the novel was, is the fact that Leia realizes that there is something huge that's building up that the Republic is not willing to acknowledge, and so she is going to have to break away. Not, you know, there's all sort of other stuff that makes her have to break away from the Republic anyway, but the timing ends up being you know, very fortuitous in that regard. So she is addressing the rising threat of the First Order by forming the Resistance in 28 ABY, and so you have to figure that something is happening out in the unknown regions. What it might be, we don't yet know, but something is happening and some part of the Empire's remnant is building itself into the First Order. We don't yet know where they are, whether Snoke has found them yet. Snoke talks in the last Jedi novelization about how he ends up using his knowledge to keep the remnants of the Empire from being utterly decimated by the horrors that exist out in the unknown regions. Maybe we'll get to see some of that, too. That would be rather fascinating. So you have, on the one hand, a New Republic that's you know on the rise and finding its legs, and on the other hand, you have a First Order that is just starting to get its feet under itself as well. And so these two giant titans of various parts of the galaxy are going to be consolidating their power and figuring out how to rule in each of their portions of the galaxy and gather influence and strength until they will inevitably clash as we see happens in The Force Awakens. And the last thing I'll throw at you before we call this an episode, when you think about the Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, and now we have the upcoming Star Wars Resistance, yes, I know they are animated series, so that's a little bit different, but 
All of them focused on a specific set of time, three years in between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith for the Clone Wars, even though Dave Filoni has said that it didn't quite end the way he wanted it to, in the sense that he didn't get to end it. He didn't give it its proper ending just because of cancellations and whatnot. Rebels actually did get the ending that Dave Filoni wanted to give it, got it to have final, you know, completion and closure and all that stuff. You can imagine he is definitely going to repeat that with Resistance as well. What of this live-action TV series? And I think that it's very likely that it will have a limited shelf life, that this thing is only going to exist for three, four, five seasons worth of content, and they will then end it and move on to some other time period, some other set of characters. That's what I would wager, especially since we're dealing with, quote-unquote, all new characters, and sure, they may, you know, find each other with, <laughs> or find other characters that we already know in the midst of some of their adventures, but I think there's every reason to believe that this will be a limited series, limited to three to five seasons. And so who knows? We may, you know, start with the birth of Finn and end with the birth of Rey. <laughs> that would be something else to say the least. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and then we will do last Jedi trivia after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. May the 4th is Star Wars Day, and it's also the date of our 1400th episode. So to celebrate all during the month of May, you can get the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book for just $7.77. That's whether you pay in dollars, pounds, or euros, just $7.77 at SW7X7.com slash TFA for the U.S. version of Amazon, or just search for the unofficial Force Awakens trivia book on any European version of Amazon. Welcome back. All right, last time I asked you how many Star Destroyers showed up at Dakar, not the Siege Dreadnought, not counting that. How many Star Destroyers showed up at the evacuation of Dakar, and that's three. Today's question for you, how many shots did the Siege Dreadnought cannon fire on the base on Dakar? Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go into hiding in the desert, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a crazy old hermit, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.